I'm going to continue to teach a prophetic word for 2024 that I started last week. And I'll review very briefly, but if you have not heard last week's message, you can go online and, and listen to it. it it's free, uh, though this one today will stand alone. Holy Spirit spoke to me four or five weeks ago now and said, I want you to study and prophesy from Luke chapter one and chapter two. He said it's, it speaks prophetically into 2024 and said the supernatural precedence that he used then at Christ's birth would now be used again in a supernatural reformation that begins this year and supernatural was emphasized, supernatural reformation. We've had reformations in the past. He is adding the supernatural to this one and the precedents that he used at the birth of Christ, he has said he's using again. We're moving into very supernatural times just as occurred at Christ's birth. Christ's kingdom realm is amping up. And we're going to see parallels of that amazing transitional moment of history happen in our times now. Principles that he used then are going to happen now. Remember, Luke was a physician that God anointed to become a prophetic writer. He wasn't just writing a history of Christ's birth in Bethlehem. He was explaining precedents that are miraculous. He was writing to explain supernatural times and events that really did happen on the earth. He was explaining the activation of a new era that was now beginning. And of course, that did happen. A new era did begin then, and it changed nations. It changed cultures. He explains the, the Holy Spirit's movements and outpourings, writing also the book of Acts. And he explained also the baptism of the Holy Spirit and the necessity of speaking in other tongues or praying in other tongues. And he explicitly declares that all 120 were filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke in heavenly language, as well as all of the apostles. He explains apostolic and prophetic ministry that founded regional kingdom ecclesias that influenced their territories like Galatia, Philippi, uh, Ephesus, uh, doing so by traveling with the Apostle Paul for many years. So he had firsthand knowledge of how those ecclesias started and their influence in the territories. Luke also obviously was a personal friend of, of the Apostle Paul, of Timothy, of the Apostle Peter, of James, of John, and of Barnabas, also very close to Barnabas. And he interviewed all of them. Now, all of those things are a part of this prophetic, uh, this year prophetically. Holy Spirit said, I want you to prophesy the transitional principles seen at Christ's birth Prophesy they will now be seen again as I pour out the anointings of supernatural reformation on the king's true ecclesias. He also said what I told you at the lake years ago now begins. Referring to a word he gave me some 15 years uh, or so ago out by a lake like I pray at sometimes in the middle of the night. The word was simply this. I will lead another campaign for King Jesus on the earth. 
It will be similar to Acts chapter two in the campaign that I led there. Only this time, I will be bringing far more of the angel armies. Last week, about 7.15 in the morning, as I walked through the office doors, I heard Holy Spirit say, that campaign begins in 2024. He said, the plans have been made. The ecclesias established. The remnant has been prepared to stand. The apostles have received initial assignments the prophets are being anointed with ISAV to prophesy, to prophesy Godhead strategies. The seers will see now more clearly and prophesy into the times. And he said, the time and place are now connecting and, and my angel armies have now been deployed. Remember the prophetic word just a few months ago, he prophesied he was opening the angel gate of heaven for us. And in a vision, he caught me up and I saw the angel gate or the war gate uh, opened and I saw the angel Michael, who is a seraph, he's part of the seraphim order, was standing at that gate. Michael is the head of angel armies under Holy Spirit, Lord Sabaoth. You know, he's under all the Godhead, but he, he was standing, this seraph, Michael, was standing at the gate that was opened. And he, he nodded his head and a division of angels, thousands of them took flight. And then he would nod his head and another would take flight. And I saw this in an open vision. I saw these angels uh, the different divisions of angel armies that I've studied take flight. Breakthrough angels, government angels, awakening, reformation, revival angels, evangelism angels, and they were taking flight. Holy Spirit said they have all been deployed. And he said the supernatural reformation, the supernatural reformation will begin to move forward in baptisms of my power. All of that is to accelerate in 2024 in our times. Now, I began to look last week at Holy Spirit's angels, especially seraphs and their involvement in supernatural times of transition. Because Luke clearly writes about this, uh, this awesome precedent. This is fascinating. He writes about angel armies, Luke does. He writes about mighty angels and he emphasizes seraphim. I wanna explain that much further today because I barely got started last week. And this is a part of my apostolic uh, assignment. It's a part of our <laughs> ecclesia assignment on, on this house. We must steward this precedent. Holy Spirit wants it understood. He wants it known. And we are responsible to go back over what Holy Spirit has said. I do it all the time. What he has said and keep seeking, keep knocking, keep looking, keep asking. As we do, he will keep speaking. He will keep giving understanding. And he has done so this past week. He has added understanding to me. Let's, let's read a part of Luke's writing now. Luke 1, 26, and I'm reading the Message Bible. In the sixth month Elizabeth, of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to the Galilean village of Nazareth. So Gabriel is sent from the throne room. He is a seraph. He is a part of the seraphim order, the most powerful order of angels that, that we know of. He is also an archangel, which gives him authority that is even beyond that. 
Seraphs, remember, have throne room ministry. They carry out orders of the Godhead. So Gabriel is sent on a supernatural assignment from the Godhead into the earth realm, specifically to a village that is called Nazareth. So let's read that again. In the sixth month, Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent Gabriel to the Galilean village of Nazareth. Now verse 27. To a virgin engaged to be married to a man descended from David. His name was Joseph and the virgin's name Mary. Upon entering, Gabriel greeted her. Good morning. You're beautiful with God's beauty, beautiful inside and out. God be with you. She was thoroughly shaken, wondering what was behind a greeting like that. But the angel assured her, Mary, you have nothing to fear. God has a surprise for you. Where does Luke get that information? He got it by interviewing Mary. We know of three specific times when historians of that time interviewed her. Obviously, why wouldn't they? But Luke specifically, he interviewed her much. Now notice this seraph or Gabriel announces a Godhead surprise to her. He is sent to announce something impossible to man that is possible with God is now going to happen. And we begin to see seraphs assist Godhead happenings that are impossible to man to happen on the earth. We see at least two seraphs involved. I personally think there were many others involved, but at least two were involved at Christ's birth. They are famous, Michael and Gabriel. They are, a, they are commissioned to assist Christ's birth on the earth, to help make it happen, to help make his coming possible. They were sent to assist a massive shift that was to happen on the earth. In other words, something impossible to man was to happen. And of course it did happen with supernatural events. There were signs in the heavens, a star or some kind of light um, uh, led the Magi for over 1200 miles over a period of two years. The, 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 the supernatural signs in the heaven were evident. Miracles in the earth realm were evident. Even natural laws of nature were suspended at this event. Certainly the natural conception of a human being was suspended as Jesus is supernaturally conceived. So the laws of, 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 of the natural realm were suspended. Things that looked impossible to ever happen, happened. Things that looked like they would never change, changed. And powerful angels, angel armies and seraphs assisted Holy Spirit's release of supernatural transitional reformation times that the Godhead had planned for. Now, I believe this is why over two or around two years or so ago, Holy Spirit began to talk to me and reveal to me the seraphim order of angels and their function. I believe he did that in preparation for now, for our times now. He, he was preparing for the connection of time and place, which was in the prophetic word last week. He is now ministering times and places. He was preparing for the connection of a time and place for supernatural reformation. And seraphs, and of course other angels, are necessary assistants 
to seeing Godhead surprises and Godhead massive transitions. Holy Spirit uses them to assist the heirs of God and the ecclesia to accomplish this in the earth realm. Hebrews 1.14 says this, the angels are ministering spirits sent to minister for the heirs of salvation. That would be us. That would be the church. They are ministering spirits that assist us. At the beginning of the summer of 2022, I began to sense the presence of a very, very powerful angel. The most powerful angel that I had ever experienced from then and including till now. This angel has been at every service that we have had since then. Along with one government angel, and remember that government angels assist the ecclesia's governing authority. When the ecclesia makes governing decrees, government angels assist them to come to pass. They are a, a part of the assistance of Matthew uh, chapter 16, 18, and 19. Whatever we bind or whatever we loose, permit, uh, these angels assist that being accomplished. They help us work that. Also, uh, along with one of the, along with the government angel, was an awakening and reformation angel. And uh, are, these are angels uh, that assist the Holy Spirit's outpourings, his revivals, and fresh Pentecosts. Like the angels uh, of fire that, that Holy Spirit had with him on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2 and Luke writes about. In fact, Holy Spirit told me that the angel, that this angel, this awakening or this reformation angel, he told me that this angel was actually with him on the day of Pentecost. I haven't told, I didn't tell that to anybody for quite some time because of what people think. Sadly, the release or the realness of angels has not been understood properly. Uh, the church has just minimized the work of angels. They have emphasized the work of demons, but not angels. Never has made sense to me. These two angels, the government angel and the awakening and reformation angel have been here for more than a decade, every service. Now, another angel is present some two years ago now. I could feel his presence. It was not a divine presence like the presence of God or Holy Spirit or King Jesus because angels are not divine beings, they're supernatural beings, but a Godhead anointing was upon this angel and I could sense it. There was a a presence about it. You could sense the authority of this, of this angel. And I knew that this powerful angel was much more powerful than the other two. Also, I felt the presence of this powerful angel when I went to Washington, D.C. to make decrees, to declare prophetic words in front of the Capitol, in front of the, the White House. And I knew this angel was with me then, though I did not see this angel for uh, another month or so later. At the end of July 2022, I was then given a dream. And in this dream, a mighty angel flew to me carrying two things. He flew to me, which was very significant to me. I've had angels appear to me. I've had angels, um, and that's, that's on occasion, but I've had them appear. 
I've had them walk up to me and give messages on occasion, but I've never had one fly to me. And because of years of study, I knew a different order of angel is, is involved than I have ever experienced before. And in this dream, I knew this angel was like the angel that flew to the prophet Isaiah in Isaiah chapter six, and like the angels that the prophet Ezekiel saw in Ezekiel chapter one, moving in lightning like speed back and forth. In other words, I knew this was a seraphim. This is a part, this, he was a part of the seraphim order. He had throne room ministry. He ministered alongside of Michael and Gabriel. And I knew Holy Spirit was revealing another level of angelic assistance that he was now activating for the true church in this season. I knew something was up, something very big. Now here's more of what seraphs assist with. Here's a part of the ministry of seraphs. It includes assisting the glory of the Lord filling all of the earth. They, appear, they prepare the way for God's glory atmosphere in the heavens, but also in the earth. They prepare for his glory surges or manifestations in the earth. They arrange for his presence to increase in demonstrably real ways. It's not that, that God is, is greater in his glory. He's as great in glory as he's ever going to be. It's just that the manifestation of that glory can surge. The, the manifestation of his presence can become seen in greater measure. So he's as great as he's ever going to be, his glory, he's a glorious being, but the manifestation of that can be seen at greater levels. And these angels assist that. The prophet Habakkuk prophesies an incredible word to us. It's a prophecy that I believe is coming into its time. Habakkuk 2, 14, I'll read the Amplified Bible. He prophesies, the time is coming when the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. Well, seraphims assist this. They protect his holy presence. It's why they, they exist it's, it's their job description. They protect his glory presence. They prepare for his glorious presence to be seen in greater measure. They assisted in heaven, they assisted on earth. These powerful beings, that is their assignment. I believe this is a now focus of Holy Spirit. I believe it's a part of this era. He is now going to be using the heirs, the ecclesias, and powerful angel armies to accelerate this prophetic word. It's got to happen sometime because no word that God speaks cannot be done. It's going to happen sometime. And I believe it's time for this amazing prophetic word to begin. I believe the glory of God's presence is rising in the earth realm in greater measure this year. It, it will begin to rise in greater manifestations. And that can happen even in the midst of gross darkness. Even in the midst of gross darkness, Isaiah chapter 50 or chapter 60, verse 2 says, in the midst of gross darkness, 
His glory arises. The glory of the Lord, remember what Luke writes, the glory of the Lord shone round about the area of Bethlehem as Luke writes about. Shone round about the area of Bethlehem, but this time the whole earth will be filled with the knowledge of his increasing glory. More than shepherds in the field will be aware this time of his, of his presence. More than just the shepherds will be aware of his increased presence, especially upon the ecclesias. I believe that this time in this era, one of the supernatural signs will include those that were seen in the Exodus and at the temple dedication where the visible cloud of God's presence is seen and times when the fire of God is going to be seen. I believe that is a supernatural sign that is going to occur somehow this year. I don't know how or where that's going to happen, but it has happened and it's a part of the precedent. Somehow the manifest presence of the Lord is going to be clearly seen. His glory will manifest more and more and seraphs will assist it happening. It's some of what they do. New Living Translation reads, Habakkuk 2.14, For as the waters fill the sea, the earth will be filled with an awareness of the glory of the Lord. The world can attempt to run from God's presence. It can try to bury his presence, but Holy Spirit promises the earth will be filled with an awareness of the glory of the Lord. It will be filled with the presence of the Lord, an awareness of who he is. This world is going to see who he really is. And an increasing weight of that glory presence will be seen upon the ecclesias. It's one of the reasons why, because of the manifest presence that's coming, people will come from everywhere to those ecclesias. Seraphs assist his glory surges in the earth realm. They assist amping it all up and preparing for it. Remember, Michael, a seraph, a part of the order, and his angel armies, it wasn't just Michael, it was Michael and his angel armies. He's in charge of the angel armies under, under Lord Sabaoth, the Holy Spirit. Michael and his angel armies protecting the Bethlehem region from hell's kingdom. That was a part of their assignment. Don't let hell have any part of this. Don't let them even know about it. Well, there was a host there that was doing that under Michael. And suddenly Luke writes, in the nighttime sky, these angels appeared singing glory to God. In other words, heaven's angel armies that were protecting everything briefly paused in what they were doing, stopped what they were doing, and they began to give glory to God, singing praise to God. And they could be seen in the skies doing this. And the glory of the Lord, as they began to sing, lit up the earth as a mighty angel declared, joy to the world, let earth receive its king. And on earth, peace, goodwill to men. The hosts, the, the angel armies that were preparing the way, they began to sing. God's glory surged. And an announcement was made. The king is here in a new presence. He's here in a different presence among you now. A new day begins. His kingdom will grow. It will prosper. It will succeed everywhere. It will have no end. Wow. Another announcement 
is being made in our times. Angels are assisting it. And I believe Michael and Gabriel are assisting this one too. I believe it. The king is coming in greater glory, greater manifest glory, greater power, a new era of supernatural reformation begins and Christ's kingdom will accelerate forward, growing and expanding exponentially and hell's kingdom will not stop it. In fact, they're as clueless now as they were then. The angels have stopped their understanding. Wow. These angels, these angels are doing their assignment as we have been operating and making our decrees. All right. Number two, seraphs work at and they protect ecclesia altars. Remember the seraph in Isaiah chapter six. Uh, the story is this. He went to an altar or flew to an altar and with a pair of tongs, he took red hot glowing coal and then he went and he touched the, he touched Isaiah's lips with it to cleanse his lip, lips to speak purely. Seraphs assist Holy Spirit. They assist Holy Spirit to prepare messengers to be sent. It's another clue to this era. In Isaiah chapter six, God had asked this question, who, who can I send? Who will go for us? And Isaiah had answered him, here, I, I'm here, I'll do it. Here am I, send me. Then the seraph ministered fire to cleanse the message. And I'm seeing that this happening this year, 2024. The heirs are being prepared for assignments and callings. Um, and angels are assisting Holy Spirit's calling to fire up the remnant, to fire up the saints, to be sent forth with great power and with fire or passion, fiery passion. Also, they are assisting his cleansing of fivefold ministry to be sent forth with a clean message or a very pure message, no compromise. So these angels are going to deal with those that are compromising. Apostles' lips this next few months and year or years, but apostles' lips will be set on fire with God's word and they are going to flame from the pulpits against evil. They're going to be very bold. Prophets will be sent with, with fresh fire upon them to prophesy very bold words against leaders of evil. And they're going to do it very, very boldly. Boldly. Fresh fire is coming upon the remnant, you, to begin to rise in a very pure way, a pure message, a clean message, but a fiery message to state the will and the plan of God. And I am also seeing a special call that is now being issued this year upon evangelists to rise with fresh fire to proclaim the gospel of the kingdom and draw in a great harvest. A great harvest is involved this year. And angels are now, these seraphs are a part of releasing this into the earth realm. Now, back to the dream. This seraphim flew to me. I'm not saying that it is the same one who flew to Isaiah. I don't know that. 
I do know the angel that flew to Isaiah didn't die because angels don't die. There are no angel graveyards. He's alive and he's ministering somewhere. A seraph that flew to Isaiah is ministering somewhere. This blows carnal Christians' minds, carnal ministers' minds. It, it amazes me how many can't see that when you're dealing with God and working for God, that the supernatural is going to have to come into play. I mean, come on. Well, well you know, of course, you, you know, we're targets. I understand that. I'm a big boy. You know, who are you to have that ministry? Well, maybe I need it more than you. Or maybe I believe they work for us. They assist us. Why wouldn't we believe what God's word says? If we're going to be a part of supernatural reformation, we're going to have to believe in the supernatural in the earth realm. And that's what Holy Spirit is saying when he's talking to us about what happened with the precedence at the birth of Jesus. I didn't happen in the natural realm. Spirit realm was involved. Angels were involved. Miracles were involved. Signs in the heavens were involved. And somewhere this year, there's going to be a sign in the heavens. And people are going to know almighty God is coming in a different measure. In this dream, the angel flew to me. Now, in this dream, I could see this angel had wings three on each side that were silver, but you could see through them. They were translucent. His appearance was a bright gold reddish color, like the colors of fire. His garment was very bright white and a, a glistening type white. A gold belt was wrapped around his waist. He was very tall this angel is the biggest angel that I've ever seen. And I mean, I'm not talking about eight feet. I'm talking more like 12, maybe even 15. He's just, it was a massive angel. Very tall and muscular. You could tell that even through the white garment. In this dream, I was obviously in awe of what was happening. To say I was astonished would be an understatement. And in this dream, I just stared at this mighty supernatural being, wondering what Holy Spirit was revealing and yet knowing it has something to do with now. There's a plan behind this. There's something behind this that Holy Spirit understands that I don't at least yet. This angel handed me two things that I also believe it's significant for this year. He handed me two things. First, he handed me a sheet of paper with writing that filled the whole page. Um, but I couldn't read it because it was written upside down and backwards and it just all ran together. There was no spacing, there was no punctuation. It all ran together. Obviously, it was written in code. And he handed it to, to me and he said, it's strategies for the Ecclesia breakthrough events. And that was plural. And I now know some of those events will happen in 2024. He said, it's plans for awakening and worldwide revival. He said, it's plans for reformation, or as we've been hearing, a reset through great shaking, which has now begun. This was two years ago when he handed this to me in this dream. That shaking has now begun and it's going to continue to shake what needs shaking. But we're a part of a kingdom that is not going to be shaken. And I've described that a lot. But that great shaking will bring about reset. 
Reformation, great reset. He said, it's plans for the great harvest. Not just harvest. He said, it's plans for the great harvest. So there must be a great one coming. Then he said, it's secret intelligence on Godhead surprises yet to come that opportune times will reveal to you. Opportune times. So we're going to come to a time, opportune times, when a God surprise is going to happen. We cannot know in advance what it is because it's a surprise. But he said, you will come to a time when a Godhead surprise is seen. I believe, we are, I believe we're in that, that, that season. I believe this year we're going to come to a time when a Godhead surprise is going to be seen and some vile leaders are going to shake in their boots. There's come a time when a Godhead surprise is going to be released on the earth. Now the word was surprise is, I don't know how many, but I believe you're going to, you're going to understand. We have come to a time and look, a Godhead surprise is beginning to be released in the culture, released in government, released in the earth realm. It's a part of the precedent that he said, he told me, you prophesy this. So I am. I said to the angel, well, I can't read this. <laughs> and he said, that's because you don't have these. And he handed me a large, a very large ring of keys, bigger than you could put in your pocket, probably six inches around. And on it were dozens of keys, gold keys, silver keys, red keys, blue keys, and a greenish color type key, an emerald key. And I don't know what the significance of that is. I know it's significant, but, but there were emerald keys on that ring. And I'm saying, Lord, talk to me, talk to me. I don't know what they unlock yet, but they were on this key ring. And he gave it to me saying, these keys will enable, enable you to unlock doors of revelation, revealing strategies, plans, and secrets purposed for your time. Then he said, they are spiritual keys of the king's master keys. King, of course, is Jesus. They are spiritual keys, kingdom keys of the king's master keys. They do not work by hand. They work by voice commands. They work by voice. Use these keys with commands in the king's name to open or close doors. And the last thing that he said to me was, the keys have been activated. They're working. Then the seraph flew up, but not away. He flew up and assumed a hovering watchful type position. And that was the end of the dream. This angel, since that time, two years ago, thereabouts, this angel has never left. The government angel and the awakening angel, they have never left. And in an open vision, not long after that, I was allowed to see. Because for 10 years or more, probably closer to 15, the government angel and the awakening angel have been here. And they were, they're always in the balcony area in the back. I've explained all of that and what they wear. But in an open vision, I saw them 
and they begin to move one this way, one this way. And the seraphim flew in in this, vo- this open vision and took center position. And all three of them bowed down, looking down upon us in a watchful and listening position. What are they here watching and listening for? The decrees, the plans to be decreed. The walk of faith by an ecclesia that believes God can do anything. The change could happen anywhere. And supernatural events can take place that cause reformation to roll everywhere. They're watching and listening for it. Holy Spirit is saying, follow me. Follow me into a supernatural era. It's not just days, it's an era. One that will be dramatically different. One that will erupt in Godhead activity. (laughs) One that sees God, God's manifest presence, begin filling the earth realm more and more. One that sees the impossible to man made possible. One that is filled with outpourings, plural. One that activates the fires of the greatest reformation in history. One that starts an era of massive soul harvest. The harvest, the harvest of souls, the harvest of souls. One that sees the amazing, amazing transitional precedence of Christ first coming to the earth, seen in our times. One that sees angel armies assisting even seraphs, assisting us to do strategies plans, operations that have been secret and now being revealed that God has purposed for our times. Follow me into one that sees the king's kingdom accelerate in the earth realm. More next week, singers and musicians come. Hallelujah. see the reformation that we, we must see in the world is going to take the supernatural. It's going to take miracles to get it done. It's going to take what's impossible to us being done by a God that begins to manifest his presence greater. Holy Spirit says this year it begins. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, we say we will steward as best we can. And help us to model the plan. Help us to see the strategies. We will declare it. We will not compromise. We will not be swayed by what man says, we are kingdom ecclesia, and we'll do what you say. We welcome you, Lord. Take this word and use it as you want. Hallelujah, amen. This morning, as we begin to worship again, those of you that have a need and you want prayer, for whatever reason, Maybe you're sick in body. Maybe you just need someone to agree with you. The altar will be opened. And I believe Holy Spirit will be there. I believe angels will help minister at these altars. We are an ecclesia of the Lord. But whatever your need may be, perhaps you're here and you've never made Jesus Lord of your life. Well, when we come to pray for you, uh, just tell us. I need to to 
get right with God. I need to come home. Maybe I'm a prodigal. I just need to receive Jesus as my Lord. Whatever your need is, I believe that he is here to meet that need. And so if you will stand please and begin to worship along with the team. If you have a need, just come and stand and we will be down to pray for you. Our team will come. Hallelujah. Let it be, Lord. Those of you that are watching online, we send the healing word of the Lord to you today, wherever you may be. Disease, you can't stay. Sickness, you can't stay. Our King carried them. And so we send from this house to your house or your car, wherever you are, the supernatural power of Jesus Christ, the King. He's Lord everywhere. He's Lord exactly where you're at. And we send healing power to you. Cancer, go in the name of King Jesus. Pain, leave in the name of Jesus. Arthritis, be healed in the name of Jesus. Stomach disorder, disease, be healed in the name of Jesus. We release the King's healing covenant to you today. By His stripes, you're healed. If you're overseas watching this, may the power of King Jesus come down upon you now. And you know the presence of the King to heal, touching you. May you be touched by the power of the living God today. Miracles happen everywhere. Happen around the United States and world. May miracles rise. Hallelujah. Those that need deliverance, deliver them. We send the word of deliverance to you. Be free in Jesus' name. Those of you that are discouraged, depressed, may the oil of joy begin to flow from your head to your feet. The King ministers His presence. It's going to a different level, and that includes you and where you are. It includes pastors that are discouraged today. It includes all fivefold ministers. It includes the remnant. So we release the covenants of God, the promises he has made to activate where you are. In the name of King Jesus, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Continue to steward this word with me as we begin our fast. Take the time to make these decrees. Uh, by the way, I didn't say this and I would emphasize it. You can go online and you will see today's fasting decrees. And there'll be a different, there'll be decrees every day. Just go online, that's 21 days and you can see the decrees that we're making that day. Join us in an agreement. You can go online, they're posted today as we begin this fast. Decree them with us, decree this supernatural reformation. All right, bless you. Thank you for being here. Have a great rest of your day.